we jet set into Sin City with some tips on food and how to putt. Plus, we hit some restaurants near the Football Hall of Fame. And we take in a celebrity chef's hotspot not far from London's theater district. And an old hippie has a new twist in Atlanta. Then we drink in some new wine from Century Old Vines. And we avoid gators near North Carolina's Intracoastal Waterway. Guess where we are. Well, you can tell we're at a golf course, but it doesn't necessarily tell you exactly where we are. We're in a good golf town. Well, here's a clue. This is a restaurant. It's one of the best restaurants in town in a really good food town, but it really doesn't give you a good idea of where we are. Here's an even better clue. We're in Las Vegas. All right, so you know we're in Las Vegas. We're actually at Siena Golf Club out in the southwestern part of town. I've actually played a lot of golf out here. It's a great place. You know, one of the great things about playing golf in Vegas, and I, I've lived here for 20 years, and one of the cool things for me was that it's so different from golf elsewhere. And, and there are two big reasons. The first big reason is that you're at 3,000 foot altitude. So your ball actually flies further. So you're, you're about 10 yards further than you normally would be if you were playing at sea level. And the other thing is, is that especially if you look at the mountains here up at Siena, you're right up against the mountains. And when you're reading your putt, the best indication is, is you have to look to the stratosphere tower. All your putts roll to the stratosphere, and it's because Las Vegas is in a valley. And so we're a little bit higher. And even though that putt might not look like it, the topography does roll everything to the stratosphere. No matter what side of the strip your golf course is. Correct, no matter where you are, because there's mountains all around. So if, even if you're playing on a, on a course on the eastern or the southeastern side of, uh, of town there, you look to the stratosphere, and that gives you an indication of where the putt's going to go. Oh, that's so, a great tip. I never knew that before. So Vegas is a great place for food, and we've discovered this. Um, you've known for all the years that you lived here, and I've, I've been coming here a lot because I'm from Southern California. And not only are there celebrity chef restaurants here, but there's always been really amazing chefs in Las Vegas. And we went to a great place, actually a friend of yours is the owner, RMC Food. Um, it's the, the food is fresh. He really practices sustainable seafood practices. He's very much uh, conscientious of that. And the food is delicious on top of it. And he's a, he's a superstar. I mean, you've seen him on a lot of different uh, shows. His name is Rick Moonen. Um, if yeah, you haven't seen him, get a, get a chance to uh, look it up. Again, the RM is, is, uh, is for Rick Moonen. Rick's one of the nicest guys. I call him the Bono of cooking because he actually looks like Bono. He's got those glasses. He does a little bit, yeah. <laughs> and he's just, he's a fun character. Um, he's environmentally conscious. Yeah, he's really worried, like you said, about sustainability. Um, but he's very creative. And I know we, we always talk about the, the mixing of different cultures. And one of the great stories I, I always tell about him, it had to be... Oh, maybe about seven or eight years ago, and I, w I just went over there, and I had just met him because we had done a couple of charity events together, and he came out with this new thing called a Cinco de Mayo roll, and I said, okay, yeah, whatever, just give me a try it, and so um, it had it had tuna, um, uh, shrimp, avocado, um, and then it was in a roll, and then, and, and this was the piece de resistance, he drizzled jalapeno oil on Brilliant. And so brilliant. It was one of those things. I, I remember tasting it, and I remember saying to myself, and I, in fact, I think I even said this, I said I've never tasted anything like that. And you always like to have new experiences when, you, when you're going culinary. I would say, and he's at Mandalay Bay, I would say I had to do either conventions or shows or something there. 
every time I walked by there, I had to go in <laughs> and get this Cinco de Mayo roll. And he did it for, uh, for the, you know, Cinco de Mayo, for the uh, 5th of May, uh, for the uh, Mexican holiday. Uh, he has since changed the name of it, so you're going to have to go in there and ask him exactly what it is. But uh, great place, great place to go visit. And uh, if you get a chance to say hello to him, I mean, he's, he's just a, he's a great guy and a real superstar on top of it. Yeah, and I have to say one other thing. You you introduced me to that Cinco de Mayo roll, so I had one once, and it was it was fabulous. And you, you're absolutely right. The oil is the key, and that jalapeno oil it kind of takes away from the the heat of the jalapeno, but you get that That's flavor true. of the jalapeno that you don't usually get to experience in this way because it's so hot. So this just is the pure essence of the jalapeno infused into an oil. I mean, it's so, so delicious. Now, what's really cool about Vegas is that there are a lot of small little places that are off the strip that you can go to. We're at the Siena Bistro. This is connected to the golf course, Siena Golf Course. And uh, we're going to see how these are. I always had great food here in, in the years that I lived here. I haven't been here in a while, but uh, that looks that looks fabulous. Oh yeah, it smells delicious too. And she just put it down in front of us, so we're dying to dig into it. Um, but yeah, food here in Vegas, I mean, and it's just growing and growing. And I, every time you turn around, you know, 10 new restaurants open and um, more celebrity chefs come in every day and open a restaurant. A Giada De, De Laurentiis actually just opened a restaurant. Right. Her first restaurant that she's ever done, she opened it here in Vegas at the Cromwell, yep. which is a new boutique kind of a hotel. It used to be the Barbary Coast. Exactly, yeah. that's right. Um, so things are changing and I mean, it. you know, Vegas used to be an adult town, but they actually have a lot of stuff for families to do now. But really when I come here, I just want to eat and, and experience that kind of uh, that food culture. Um, but. The other cool thing is they're very focused on wellness now. So recently I'm staying at the MGM and they put me on the wellness floor and all the rooms are wellness related. So it's almost like you're kind of at a spa. You have your own spa floor. So you have access to, um, when you stay at this floor, you get access to the sauna and the steam room and all of that kind of thing. And then you also have um, little things in your room you have an air purifier that you can change the mood lighting, you can change the different airs that it purifies. It's also got this fragrance cube that spurts out like natural fragrance into the air and it's got a lot of different, the lighting, everything in that room. I, I think I haven't even begun to discover really everything that's in there. And the gym is a great gym in the area there. I actually went down there and uh, it was called the Cardio Room and they had some great Cybex equipment and uh, so you can you can stay in shape. It used to be they just wanted you down on the casino floor as quickly as possible. But as you can see, they want they want you eating good food and, and they're going to take care of you as well. So let's see how this is here. It's like a romalade. Mmm. Mm. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, mm. that's delicious. Mmm. It's a little bit spicy. Got some like mustard in there it goes uh -huh. really well with the uh it's like crab cakes and corn and a fritter it's really delicious there's some little spices in here too i just double dip can't take them anyway <laughs> So we were in Canton, Ohio, not too far from the Football Hall of Fame. And we found this one restaurant that actually specializes in organic food and organic wine. We were really surprised. Take a look. And we're in Canton, Ohio, found this new restaurant called Savor. And it is fabulous. Everything is either organic, 
free-range, wild-caught, or grass-fed. And even the wine was organic. This was a great bottle of Chardonnay. Absolutely. For $24, it's a steal. And here's our first meal. These are wild scallops. And they are pecan-crusted with a Moscato butter sauce. These were so delicious. <laughs> and one of the pH de resistance was? The risotto with Stilton. And if you haven't heard of Stilton, it's a blue cheese. Um, not as mild as a gorgonzola, but it's very delicious. And this was good. And as, as you can see, uh, the plates were getting cleared quite a bit. And, and, and as we always do here, we always show you an all gone shot. And pretty soon it was all gone because it was very, very good. Yeah, that was one of three meals that we actually saw that night. This was the pasta dish. Yeah, this is a meal a friend of ours had. It's house-made gnocchi with whole wheat pasta she made it with. And, and there's some vegetables there she had it with. And they make the pasta there every morning, they said. Um, this was the seven ounce filet. Uh, they cooked it beautifully. Yes, uh, it's grass fed and it has a truffle steak butter on the top, which was delicious. And then there was the mashed sweet potatoes. And this right here that you just saw there was the piece de resistance. That was the baba ganoush. Your favorite, because you just like saying baba ganoush. I like ganoush. saying baba ganoush, yes. But it was fabulous. So, and it was, it's, it's an eggplant and vegetable medley and um, Very sort fresh. Of Mediterranean and really nicely done. As you can see, we have an Agon shot. You can always follow us on Twitter as well. At UC Foodie TV. And here is the website for Savor. Trust me, if you go there, like a lot of reviews say, you will go back and want to eat everything on that menu. And you'll be eating right. As you can see, the food there was great. Um, because we've been to Canton, we have to go to the Football Hall of Fame, and in a future show, we're going to take you through the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So right now, let's head south to Atlanta and to a restaurant started by a hippie from the 1960s who loved organic food and island life. So we're in Atlanta and we found this restaurant, R. Thomas. Great spot. Great visuals. Absolutely. It's kind of like the Caribbean meets Carnival meets hippie land. <laughs> and this is the uh, menu here. And uh, the inside is just as crazy as the outside. It's really, it's, it's a feast for the eyes as well. And as we found out, the food is really good too because it is kind of hippie land, but it's really, really fresh food. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. It's healthy, it's organic, it's grass-fed, it's wild-caught. Every single thing that you would want in a restaurant to make healthy food for you, they have it. And this was a juice that you got, and uh, you're going to see it right here on the menu. It's called the Champ. This was really good. Oh, absolutely delicious. If you like ginger, you'll love this. And this was called the $8 Milkshake. It does have cocoa in it, so you get a little bit of that chocolate taste, but really it had a nice earthy feel to it, so you felt like you were really drinking something healthy. Oh, you did. It, it had the dark chocolate flavor, and as you can see, it's raw cacao. That's actually what gives it the chocolate flavor. And this was a uh, ahi tuna salad. Fabulous. Really, really. Yeah, it had a lemon, a fresh lemon dressing on it. Um, what they call sea vegetables on the top there, you can kind of see those. And it's wild caught tuna. 
so that's obviously where you, the way you want to go. And to me, this, this was the this was the real winner of of the day. This was the uh, chicken curry wraps. This was the best thing. Yeah, absolutely, super delicious. Again, another great salad with little shoots and stuff on there. Another great dressing and side of guacamole there, which was fantastic. There, you can see it on the menu, and uh, this is a place that looks like. You know, and, and if you read the literature, this is like a hippie from the 1960s that got into food. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like right off of Hate Street in San Francisco. And they started off as a burger place, um, all natural burgers, and then they hooked up with this juice place. So if you're in Atlanta, take a look at our Thomas. Uh, real good stuff, real healthy too. Yeah, and totally fun. And now we're going across the pond. That's right, to jolly old London. And we actually found a great restaurant by a celebrity chef who makes it perfect for you to go before you head to the theater. We are at Jamie Oliver's place. This is in Covent Gardens in London. It's a great place to go if you're going to be going to see a play in the West End. Oh, absolutely. And Jamie Oliver is a celebrity chef. He's got several cookbooks out. He had a bunch of shows. He's a very British, London, traditional kind of cook, but turned up a notch. And it is very British because this was like fish sticks. Yeah, fish sticks with a twist. They had a great Dijon vinaigrette, so a little sophistication added in there. And we put a little lemon on, but... That was amazing. Yeah, really good. And then the next thing was the, um, it was like fried mushrooms. And again, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from a lot of the stuff, but this, this was really good. It really was. And it was a whole bunch of wild mushrooms tossed together with garlic and spices. Just amazing how he did that. and just threw those mushrooms in there together. Any kind. So it just shows you what you can do. And that's really, at the end of the day, what he's trying to do is traditional British food turned up a notch. And, and it actually had a nice little bite to it, as did this pizza, because this was a little bit of a surprise to me how good this was. Oh yeah, and this is called Chili Freak, and no joke, that's a reason that it's named that. It's got the ricotta in the middle, and you need that to turn down the heat, because there's red peppers, roasted fiery peppers in this pizza, and there's a little arugula on the top for coolness. Yeah, and again, a little bit too much of, of, of the bread for me, but at the same time, too, I really enjoyed it because it was a light breading, so actually worked out really well. Hey, the lamb shank. The lamb shank was really good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Fell off the bone, and underneath, that's all root vegetables. They actually call it smashed root vegetables. Rutabagas, carrots, onions. They're, they're amazing. They were so good. Which is good for someone like me who's trying to stay away from... from all the, all the fatty stuff. And here's the dessert. If you're going to have dessert, this is the one to have sticky toffee pudding. And we washed it down with a couple of different wines. This was this was a sweeter wine right here that we kind of didn't like ourselves, but it wasn't that bad. It went well with the uh, fried foods. And then the flint dry. Oh, that was amazing. We loved that. Right and, up our alley. And those were British wines as well, which, exactly. which, which was kind of interesting. So, and what was also very British was, was the bathrooms because you actually had to go downstairs. And uh, Jamie does a nice job of creating four bathrooms for women for every one for men. But what's also British is as you're walking up the stairs, lyrics from the Beatles songs, you say hello, I say goodbye. Kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. And very thoughtful, Jamie. We love it. Thank you, Jamie, for creating such a great place. Yeah, it was a great spot. If you're going to London, good place to go see. And we chose that restaurant because it was near the theater district, and uh, we had a chance to go see Beautiful, which is Carol King's musical, and it was fabulous. Oh, it was. It was such an excellent show. If you get a 
get a chance, go see it. Yeah. And we got the tickets at a discounted yeah. price, right where you come off the tube in Charing Cross, right around the whole theater district in London there are these half-price discount ticket places. So check them out because you can get great, great deals. And it's similar like in New York City when you're going to the Broadway, you can actually find them on the day of. So go take a look at that first before you spend big bucks on something you don't have to. Yeah, absolutely. And coming up, we have some great wines for you. So we ended up in Napa at this great winery and this great vineyard, J. Ricard's. And uh, we found not only the wine was great, but there's also a lot of history behind that wine. Absolutely. These vines have been producing wine since the 1920s. That's because the vines here at the J. Ricard's Vineyard and Winery were planted when only horses could work the land. You can't relive the past, but you can sip it with this J. Ricard's Old Vine Zin. These guys have been around for 105 years. The Old Vine Zin is really a blend in the old style, as Jim Ricard's, the real J. Ricard's, showed me. But they didn't have the technology that I have today. So it, what they did is that they had a very exquisite solution to that problem, okay? And how they did it was the final blend was in the field. All the grapes that they would want in the final blend were all planted together, all mixed up. Mm -hmm. This is a Zinfandel here. Over there is Petit Syrah. Right over there is Carignan. All these different varieties were all planted, interplanted, all mixed up, and then picked at the same time. To keep that back to the future taste, Jim, still a practicing critical care nurse, transforms into a fertility doctor to the ancient. This vineyard alchemy is called field budding or chip grafting. It's an old style and very tedious kind of thing because you're out there amongst thousands of rootstocks having to make this very careful cut. This is this year's growth. This is the cane from last year, okay? Oh, Over cut. here on the side, right here, is the pruning cut from, from last year. Here is the pruning cut from the year before. Pruning cut from the year before, year before, year before. Ironically, these vines act like the biblical Sarah because of an epic pestilence known as phylloxera. It was actually killing the vineyards in Europe. And it wasn't until it was discovered that the vines in America were immune to that, that they started using American grapes, American vines as rootstock. Yeah. Okay, and grafting to them. And all this grafting and mating means one thing for these centenarians. There's no reason why they can't live a lot longer. We'll definitely drink to that. Cheers. Cheers. And Jay Ricard supplies a lot of grapes for a lot of other wineries in the area. And yes, you can visit them. Check it out at jwinery.com. And when we come back, we're actually going to navigate some golf courses and some gators in North Carolina. Ooh.
If you're looking for a good golf vacation, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina is a great place to go. And that's right on the Intracoastal Waterway in North Carolina, right? It's right there, which means there's some gators there. Uh Uh-oh. Which makes for some really interesting golf. We are in Sunset Beach, North Carolina at Oyster Bay Golf Club with plenty of great vistas and tough carries. And because we're near the Intracoastal Waterway, other danger lurks. These are some of the biggest gators in the region. Head golf pro Tim Jackson has some good advice about these rapid well, reptiles. a lot of them. Um, there's a couple big ones that are out on uh, 14, 15, 16, right around in there. And what do you say to folks who are who, who are coming to visit and haven't played Oyster Bay? I mean, is this something they should be worried about? No, this if they leave them alone, they won't bother. The gators won't bother them. So as long as they can st- keep their distance from them, uh, the gators won't bother them at all. Well, what about people with curiosity? What do you say? Uh, stay away from them. It's better to stay. Better be safe than sorry. So how? What's the closest you can get to them? I wouldn't know. I'm not trying. <laughs> I'm not going to find out either because okay. they're fast and they're quick in the first 50 yards they'll catch you. My friend Pam knows that and her prankster husband Dave had some fun. <laughs> and you probably shouldn't do this unless you know these waters. I did see one of the guys though. There was a guy out there in kind of a kayak fishing and yeah, he was they, right there with him. Yeah, they won't bother the guy. As long as they don't bother him, they're fine. Besides the Gators, there is plenty of great golf at Oyster Bay and some great well, we deals. We have a great uh, package with our, with our golf course, um, uh, all-inclusive in the meals, um, breakfast, lunch, and drinks if you play in the uh, uh, morning, and then uh, lunch and drinks if you play in the afternoon. Oyster Bay is just north of Myrtle Beach, and we can help you get tea times, the hotel, and how to get there. Check it out here. Keep swinging easy, folks, even if this guy's lurking. Wow, so are those gators dangerous? No, not really. Now, they can be, so they tell you to stay away from them, and the joke is, don't pet them. So obviously, stay away from them, and for the most part, they're as frightened of you as you are of them. So, And any of the courses, if they see any of these gators have any tendencies that, that are aggressive, they rope them up and get them out of there right away. Oh, so you don't have to worry about it. But stay away from them, too. And don't pet them. Very good to know. Well, that's a wrap on this show, folks. Great seeing you. See you next time. Cheers. Cheers.